welcome to another episode of Drunk Cop and a Teacher. And, well, we just got to get right into this because we had plenty to talk about in our last episode with Mm -hmm. Phase 1. I think we could have gone on longer, but we also didn't want to feel like, you know, we needed to to make it that long. But before we get into Phase 2, let's just go ahead and, as always, catch up with uh, everybody else. So that way, you know, you 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 guys know what we've been up to. So let's start with you, Mike. What have you been up to? What's up, everybody? Um, I haven't been much. Just the same thing. Just been, I guess, working out. I set up a goal for myself to lose some, to lose some weight because I've actually been running. So, and I've, I've actually been enjoying it. And just sitting back, watching movies, and that's it, pretty much. And you? Well, I mean, have you set up a home gym? Because I've seen a lot of pictures on like all over the internet, people like setting up their own home gyms with like you know. No, nah, I just I just been running. To be honest with you, I just been running. Okay, that's it. I've been running, doing push ups, and just drinking a lot of water. Pretty much, that's it. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Ham, what about you? I've been drinking a lot of stuff too, but um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I uh, just uh, finished the last episode of uh, Dispatches from Elsewhere. Dispatches um, from Elsewhere. Jeez, again, you're coming in with something else. Yeah, it's uh, based off uh, a documentary from uh, 2013 called The Institute, where it actually um, it follows a game from 2008 where uh, people interact uh, based off like an alternate uh, reality game. How many uh, shows are you watching? Uh, That's a per hour. <laughs> per hour. <laughs> um, all of them. <laughs> I mean, are you all almost done with them. the Netflix library? I I've done Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm almost I, I I crashed Quibi last night. The the whole thing crashed because I watched everything already on Quibi. Jesus. So yeah, right. but I don't know. It's it's a fun show. It's like these people trying to solve this mystery, almost like a real life, uh, um, like escape room. Um, and the creator of it is uh, Jason Siegel, the guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, so, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main guy. Oh, okay. I think I know what show you're talking about. Then. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's on AMC. Also, too, um, I was actually just reading this, and every, you know, I was thinking about Sal because since he's a Xbox fanboy, did you see the mm-hmm. PS5 controller? Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. Uh, yeah, when well, it was not too long ago, it was several hours ago, PS5 just released their their look of their new Xbox. I'm sorry, there's new PS5 controller. Uh, I mean, I've I've seen it. I've like years ago. Xbox did it first. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It looked like to me like the, the the Steam controller a bit more than the Xbox. But I'm watching pictures of the Xbox and the Steam controller, and it does look a lot more like an Xbox controller. I was going to say, Ham, I feel like you would know this more, Ham. Well, Mike, you also used to work at a GameStop. But uh, the S controller, do you guys remember the Xbox S controller? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, that's uh, kind of where we got that first like angled design, I think. And then from there, you know, Xbox just perfected theirs. I mean, they they've kept that that similar perfect. design. Oh, why oh, no, perfect. like not perfected, like it's in the best control. I'm saying like the yeah. design of like how comfortable it feels with the angles and the button placements and things like that. Because um, I, I I mean PlayStation has always been like. I, I don't know what else to say without making me sound more biased, mm-hmm. but uh, it just seems like a like a Lego brick kind of, where it's like, okay, you got D-pad on this side, and then you got the buttons on this side, and that's it, as opposed to, like, you have uh, on the Xbox, where you have, like, the joysticks in a different placement than the D-pad and the buttons, and I don't know. 
they just i i think this was maybe sony's way of trying to get the uh, first person shooters on board because i i personally think xbox controllers are better for first person shooters um as opposed to like with sony controllers i prefer them for like fighting games or racing games yeah i i actually like the xbox controller i feel it's a lot more comfortable than the playstation controller it will better than PS4 controller, but the PS4 controller did um, improve and it feels a lot more comfortable. But in the end of the day, the Xbox controller is always the best controller out of everybody. I think the biggest feature that I'm curious about, though, is the um, I forget what they call it, but like you're supposed to be able to sense like particular things on your fingers as to like if you're shooting a crossbow versus reloading a, a you know a gun or something like that like it's supposed to be super detailed with like how you you sense these things that you do in the game um but i, I like the playstation control uh controller uh the touchpad's kind of cool and uh, it also has a built-in speaker the original one anywhere let's say playstation 4 so if they keep those things i don't see it being bad and a lot of people with smaller hands actually prefer the PlayStation controller. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. yeah, it's easy that's, for them to hold. Yeah. It's fair, yeah. but um, but once once they revealed everything, like how the console looks, we'll talk more about it. It's all about that price episode. point. Yeah, all about the price point. Um, yeah. Let's see. I've been. Uh, we haven't. We kind of recently recorded our last episode, so I, I haven't been to too much. Uh, I did see a New Hope again, Star Wars: mm. A New Hope, and let me just say, God damn, that's still just a hell of a good movie like that that whole death star trench run i still get the feels when i watch that scene and i wish skywalker could have just rise of skywalker could have just done as good as that movie mm. yeah. um what else have i been uh my kids have been obsessed with ninja turtles lately oh they move on sonic yeah yeah they stopped watching sonic all of a sudden now they're watching um ninja turtles but like the nickelodeon uh ninja turtles the good series nickelodeon ninja oh, turtles oh yeah the best the one, one. that I think the one that the no, not the movie. The movie's not based off of that one, but it, it was kind of like a more recent thing. Um, yeah, it's really good. I oh, was, the is recent. that the first one or the second one? Uh, I think I, it's the second one. The second I think CGI it's a, one. It's not even CGI. No, no, no. Because the cartoonish. movie. Cartoonish. Oh, yeah, it's still okay. a cartoon. It's still a cartoon, and they act more like chi- like children. Uh, April. It has is... to be. It has to be the second one. Yeah, I think it's the second one. Okay. But I mean, either way, they're they're really addicted to it now. So that's all they watch in the mornings. Um, and I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, I reached 120 rank in Halo. Yeah, stop playing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go. I will, I will be bored. I saw those uh, pictures. No, I'm uh, I'm not bored. It's just um, I I like it because I, I'm getting used. to I'm at a point where I'm just trying every gun now. So it's like I would never use a grenade launcher, but now because I'm doing so many matches, and you know what, I might as well try some new stuff and and, do, and try to perfect yeah. it. So yeah. you know, it's it's still it's still got its kicks. Did um, you get I'm the, the combinations and different packs after using so many different weapons uh, so many times? Okay, uh, yeah. I don't think I've noticed that. I've just been opening the packs. But, okay, yeah, yeah uh, one twenty rank. Yep. Yeah, well, let's get into this uh, episode, right. guys. Yeah, so first thing I want to bring up, though, is because I, for the listeners, you know, I, I know we probably sounded idiotic, especially me, listening back on the episode, I, I messed up a lot, um, so there's just a couple of things I want to touch base, and, and a couple of uh, other things that I think we kind of should talk about just a little bit, just so that way we don't neglect yeah. any anything important, um, but the first thing I want to I say is that uh, the Avengers was the first Disney uh, Marvel 
Okay, I figured uh, it was later, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why no. I said Age of Ultron again. I must have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so much later, and and I should have thought about it again when Mike said it that Disney oh I started buying it when Iron Man two came out, mm-hmm. or yeah, when Iron Man two came out, and yeah. and so looking back on it, yeah, Aven- the Avengers was the first, uh, you know, Disney uh, or the first Marvel movie under the Disney umbrella. Um, so just wanted to make that correction there. Gotcha. Uh, I know I kept messing up how many years it took for Captain America to wake yeah, up. No idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, since it was the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> since it was the 1940s. And then the movie came out, I think, what, in 2012? So it's an 80-year gap. He wakes up 80 years, uh, around 80 years after oh, the fact. Oh, do you want to start that timeline uh, for Marvel, whether it's matched up with ours? We'll get Ooh, into that later. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's... Well, I don't know if anyone really paid attention to that until phase. Yeah. Uh, was it this phase? Phase, phase three. Two? Phase three. Okay. Well, was... I mean, you know, if we touch on it, yeah. we touch on it. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about Avengers, I kept saying that Loki had the power of the Cosmic Cube. That was incorrect. Uh, he has the he gets the Mind Stone, the power of the Mind Stone in his scepter. That makes uh, sense. And then Selvig yeah. had the Cosmic Cube that he was researching that opened up the portal, and then yeah. Loki you know grabs it and then the whole movie is basically based off of that because then he uses that to open up the portal for the Jatari to come in so there's that um i also kept mentioning and the incredible hulk see i'm like messing up everywhere in the last episode uh thunderbolt ross now i don't know if they actually use that nickname in the movie i don't Uh, remember them using that name at all okay because i probably just general to him as general ross uh and the reason general Okay, so the reason why I use Thunderbolt Ross, um, that's how he's referred to as the comics. Uh, I think Thunderbolt refers to, like, you know, how they always get their nicknames in the military, something they've always done or, some, you know, their attitude or personality, uh, you know, and their, and their attorney. But um, the, the significance behind that nickname, though, is because he becomes the Red Hulk. In the comics, he becomes the Red Hulk, and he leads Spoilers. a team. Uh, he leads a team called Thunderbolts. And it's, I, I think that idea is in the works at the moment um, with really? Disney. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors going around about how oh, something, something happens. Maybe. No, no, no. because no, the Thunderbolts is made up of uh, Red Hulk, Ghost Rider, Punisher. Electra was in there at some point later on. But it's kind of like your street level, like, oh, kind of like street level, dark-sided characters. Um but I think something was supposed to happen in a Black Widow movie that's supposed to tease that. I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's just all rumors. Uh, but I just thought that was really interesting because Thunderbolts is kind of a cool concept. And, and uh, you know, it's because I think I'm more excited about it because the possibility is probably more true since they brought General Ross back in it was in Civil War. And then he was also mm-hmm. in Endgame for like you know the the last couple seconds uh, in the movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, he was there with everyone totally else. Forgot. Um, so yeah, that's why I, I just wanted to clarify why I kept using Thunderbolt Ross because in the comics that's what he's referred to. Gotcha. And then the last thing I think we kind of need to talk about because Mike, I don't think you you cherish this character enough uh, was Coulson. Um, we never really talked about how important Coulson was in Phase One. I tried to. Yeah, I know. I, I know you did, and I know Mike kind of scoffed at it when I mentioned like how significant yeah. he was. You don't think so, Mike? You don't think he's an important character? I didn't feel like an attachment at all to him. That's crazy because he was it in... just like the thing is like 
I don't know. It's just the thing is, is that I need to meet for me, for me personally to be attached to somebody, they need to show up like they need to be in a bigger role than just go into a room and then just talk, crack some jokes and then and disappear for the whole entire movie. You know what I mean? And then, of course, like him, him like showing up for in the the Avengers and doing that whole like, um, I guess, the last thing he did to Loki. To get him off the ship, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's like, damn, you know, like, damn, that's sad. But I just never felt an attachment with him. Like, it was just like, okay, like, especially with the continuation. Of, I mean, of course, if you watch Agents of a Shield, I don't watch Agents of Shield. I've he never is seen a, it. Yeah, he is an important character. He comes back in Agents of Shield, so that's why to me, like, it's like, oh, okay, like it was whatever. Interesting. Yeah, because he was in Iron Man 1. He's the introduction yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, <clears throat> we get him in... He's definitely in Thor at the end. Uh, well, no, at the beginning. When, they, when they're going over the hammer stuff. Or was that the end of Iron Man 2? That was the end of Iron Man 2. Okay. No idea. Well, he was also in all in Iron Man 2. Uh, when, Mar- when Ham and I went to go see the marathon, the movie marathon, he was the guy introducing all the movies like in between, once the credits are done he's like okay well now here's the next file for this character um and, oh yeah that's how i did it and i don't know i liked his humor i and i i liked i liked his character a lot he was yeah he wasn't there for a lot but when he was there it was funny yeah uh, i liked his jokes uh, memorable i did like his short they did a marvel short on him when he was going to the gas station i think on his way to new mexico to to see hammer uh thor's hammer uh, did you guys ever see that? Like Where when they did the Marvel uh, shorts, I never saw that. Oh, they did a they did a few Marvel shorts. Um, Where I'm, I'm trying to think where you can see that. I'm sure you can just YouTube it, like but, YouTube? Uh, but I can't remember what movie was attached to. I want to say it was attached to either Iron Man two or Thor, maybe in the special features. But it's there. Ah, uh, um, special features. Gotcha. It's there. Uh, and then mm, okay. The Agents of the Shield show, uh, I liked it. I know a lot of people had complaints about it the first couple seasons, and I don't blame them because it is a super slow buildup. But once we get to what happens in Winter Soldier, that's where it really starts to pick up because it actually coincides with what the movies, uh, what's been happening with the movies, and they reference the things that happens in the movie a lot. Um, so that's uh, it's a good it's 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 a slow start. But then it gets really good. Uh, I think it's I think it's the second season that it does that. Um, but yeah, I, I just right. I just thought yeah, but I, was, I heard yeah I, I heard it was it started to be like re, uh, it related to some of the movies and then at the end they just gave up on that. Is that true or? Uh, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the last two seasons. Um, oh my because God. well no no Not no. Uh, well, it's because <laughs> I had kids and then yeah, I, just, yeah, I don't yeah. have time yeah. to catch up on stuff, but. It did kind that of could, that could slow you a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it did kind of stray away from the movies a bit because it was trying to do the Inhumans, uh, and it was trying to build up uh, Quake, which uh, is kind of one of the main characters uh, in the show. So and and introduce Ghost Rider. That's where I left off. Is where they started introducing. Mm. Yeah, that, uh, that when I once I heard like Ghost Rider was was in the show, I was kind of annoyed. I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of bullshit how they can make uh, his own movie or at least his own TV series. I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched Age of Ultra. I mean, um, Agents of Shield. Um, so I can't really say much. But I don't know. And and Inhumans that looks 
god awful in my opinion. I never even saw the Inhumans mo- Did uh, it get canceled? TV series. Oh, that thing was I don't even know how many episodes. Uh, I didn't even I it think it was, was only two or three and I never watched a single one. I tried to watch that first one and I could barely stand um, it. Um with with Ghost Rider, you do have to also keep in mind I think Sony still has the rights to Ghost Rider. So Damn probably. it, are you serious? Yeah, yeah so that yeah. I think so. Uh I'm pretty sure because Sony because Nicolas Cage was the the two Ghost Rider movies and that's those are Sony <laughs> produced films. Oh, God, um that's man. why in Agents of Shield they used Robbie Reyes, which is a more uh which is the current well not the current Ghost Rider, but a more recent Ghost Rider. Uh mm. but the effects were done pretty well. I liked what I saw. Um I kinda wish I want to go back and finish watching the series, but yeah, it it was pretty good. Um, I think you have plenty of time now. Stop playing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so again, just wanted to bring up Colson because I I think he was an important part of Phase One. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that we kind of get that out there. Uh, there were a couple of things that I wanted to, us to talk about a little bit, uh, and and Ham maybe paid more attention to these things than than probably uh, Mike and I did, but. Oh, okay. With with Marvel, right? Because we talked about how it established the cinematic universe. I kind of want to say that Marvel also was one of the first sets of movies that made box office numbers a big deal. I mean, like who? Yeah. Like who goes? They, they back? started. They started breaking records. Yes. Because, like, I I don't recall ever like talking about box office numbers about how much this movie did when like Avatar came out or when. I don't know. Uh, name another movie that was good. Bad really? Boys Avatar. 2. Avatar was the number one grossing movie yeah. of all time. What do you mean? You but but that was uh, it, right? That was it. That's all we saw. It was like, oh, Avatar made this much, and then Avatar, that's it. It was, it was so Titanic. Yeah. I remember. Well, the thing is, the what, what was the thing that I was trying to remember was that the Dark Knight was about to be Avatar. If I'm not, if I'm correct, because the thing is that it made. A billion dollars, but it was at I think it was like the second or third highest grossing movie of all time, and then that's when I that's when I actually really focused on box office numbers, Whoa. and then I noticed that Marvel was like breaking records like yep. every single movie that they released. Some of them were not hits, but they did profit a lot, yeah. a lot more. The only movie that I know that didn't profit as much. And this is why I was like on a little rant was the Incredible Hulk. Mm. It only made like a hundred mil profit. Which one? The first one or second one? Second, second one. one. Okay. Second one. Yeah, mm. that's why. Like, okay. I just didn't understand that. Why? Um, I do remember. I, fr- I think it was the first one though. It got um, it got released online. I forget which one it was. Uh, someone would have to look that up for me, but uh, one of, one of them got released online, and everyone was just watching online, and it did really bad on the box office. But I want to probably it must, it must, must be the second one. But see, yeah, more likely. The other part to this though is that I think because of the Marvel movies, they kind of set a a standard or an expectation now for all movies. So so to kind of give more context here, I was just reading an article about um, the director of Birds of Prey. Uh, she was kind of justifying you know that her movie was still a success despite the low box office numbers um i think it made 31 but uh ford versus ferrari made 33 and no one really talks about that movie so i saw so it's like i i felt like marvel kind of i don't know made box office numbers uh important but in a wrong way kind of 
because it's like you know if you I understand. if you hear a movie that made only ten million, all people automatically go, oh well, that's got to be a terrible movie. It didn't make you know thirty or forty or fifty. Um, mm-hmm. But in retrospect, you know, depending on how much budget went into it, like you know how much it made for them to cost to make the movie, ten million might be actually really good. Uh, and so I just thought that was kind of significant with these Marvel movies and what they kind of brought attention to to people. Well, no, not well for me. One of the big ones was uh, Paranormal Activity, where it cost only what a, a couple million, you know, a couple million, but still, like it wasn't that much. Maybe eight million, where it profited over a hundred million dollars. So I think people were looking at that, saying, "Oh, we can imitate that." Mm. Like have a house and maybe like a, a spooky something or just a movie inside a house and make millions on top of millions on top of millions. So that's one of the movies that actually I started looking into um, box office numbers. Okay. Yeah. And they generated I, well, how many sequels, you know? And also, too, the first uh, movie that hit a billion in the Marvel, like Marvel movie, was The Avengers. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. yeah. And then Iron Man three, Iron Man three hit a billion dollars. Also, yeah, Iron Man three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it was on the... We will talk about that now. <laughs> well, one more thing. So one more thing I also want to yeah. bring up. Yeah. Um, because this again, Ham and I kind of touched base on this in our, in our last episode was movie marathons. I don't recall a movie marathon oh, before yeah, Phase the One. That. Well, we did. We mentioned that we we participated in it because Ham and I yeah. did the Phase One movie marathon. Again, we mm-hmm. spent all day uh, waiting in line, getting into the mm. theaters, watched all the Phase One movies, and it ended with Avengers. And then I think it was a Harry Potter movie that did it afterwards. And and we kind of start seeing now these more movie marathons because then Phase Two did it, and then we did like they did the whole Infinity Saga marathon at the theaters, <laughs> and then Harry Potter did like an all you know eight movie, nine movie, however many movies it was. Uh, marathon for them and i want to say there was some other franchise star wars yeah i know star wars did it yeah for uh, episode when episode seven was about to come out yeah, yeah. star wars did it too um, um so i don't know what do you guys think about these movie marathons that they're doing uh right now i think it's kind of pointless because you could just stream it like if you have disney plus you could just easily well it all depends what you know yeah. franchise you're watching but honestly, usually all of them are all going to be online on streaming services now. But back then, it was something awesome to do because I did that with the Dark Knight series. Like, well, it was only, of course, like only three movies. But I mean, it was like two movies before the Dark Knight Rises came out. But it was a great experience. Um, I hope they could do something like that still. And hopefully movie theaters, like we talked about this, that hopefully movie theaters, they don't shut down. And yeah. I just I, I I I think they're still able to do that, but depending on what franchise. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. But when you say marathon, there've always been double features. Yeah, but I that's mean, not a marathon. I agree. I don't. I I can't think of any other marathons that you just mentioned. But there's been plenty of double features here and there. I think the first one I actually saw was um, Grindhouse. The uh, Quentin Tarantino and uh, Alex uh, Rodriguez, or Robert Rodriguez, actually, I should say. Uh, they did Death Proof and uh, what's the other movie, Grindhouse? Or was it the whole thing? Oh, Planet Terror. Oh, Planet Terror, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember they even had a, 
intermission and they had like fake trailers and I thought it was uh phenomenal but when it comes to marathon uh I don't I don't think I know any other marathons. I just think the Infinity Saga one was just crazy because yeah. it was over a course of like two days, right? Because you have to think about it. It's 22, it was 22 two days. Movies. They they it literally 20... did Iron Man all the way up to Endgame. Holy shit. I didn't yeah. really know about that. But it was it was it was only certain cities. Like I don't even know if we, it was in Miami or Tampa. It was only one of them and yeah, I don't. I don't think we had any around us. Like, I get it as like a huge fan. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it is, as of right now, it's like you know, I probably wouldn't have done. I probably wouldn't do it. But that's because I have kids. If I didn't have kids and it was just me and my girlfriend, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's call. It, let's take the two days off and just go see this movie and just you know, just just watch them all in order. We'll choose which ones we want to sleep through, and that's it. Um, but it's just, it's just so crazy to think that people. And 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 I put myself in there, you know, are willing to sit through a marathon like that to just sit through all those movies in, in one building. I don't think I'll be mm-hmm. able to. Not if it's a short series, yeah. Like I, I'm expecting for the Matrix when Matrix Four comes out for them to do to do a marathon for the three movies. Oh my god. Uh would I do that? Uh... I'll do that. <sighs> Fuck it. I don't care. I love all three of them. I think I've seen them so many times. I don't. I don't. I don't think I need to do that. Uh, how much? How much? Ooh, uh, that, Twenty bucks. Mm, price point. Thirty. Yeah. I don't. No. Uh, no. 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 How much? Do, how much would you pay? Me personally, I'll pay yeah. thirty. 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 <sighs> Ten dollars for each movie, baby. <laughs> well, even though no, the, the fourth one too. Are we? Are we watching the fourth one? Three, and then the fourth one. It better be included. That's what I'm oh, saying. They, okay. Oh, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. I would. And yeah, yeah. a free large popcorn and nachos yeah. included. All right. Uh, or about, what about you, Sal? Let's say Indiana Jones comes out the next movie. Marathon. <sighs> and you got a cosplay. <laughs> Is the, With do a they, cute do little they have hat. to show the crystal skull? Yes. Yes, I have to. Uh, Ooh, 15 bucks. Yes. Fifteen? Yeah, just 15, because I have to sit through Crystal 20. Skull. No, I I would pay fifteen. I would, I would pay max. I would pay forty if it was just the first three. But if you're gonna add the Crystal Skull, uh, uh-uh, I want a refund. I want a partial first refund. three plus the whenever the new one comes out. So, okay. oh, come on, Shia LaBeouf was the best part. Oh my All right, God. we're done here. Let's go on to phase two. Let's get into this. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> All right, so uh, phase right. two, uh, we have Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World. Uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. Avengers, Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. Now, in the last episode, uh, I kind of was messing up. I, I was I was trying to do a synopsis for each film, but then I ended up doing a run-through of each film, and it just it wasn't working out. So for the listeners' sake, I've just decided to just pull up synopsis from a, a wiki page, and I'm just going to read you the synopsis for each movie. We'll take turns uh, revealing our card and talking about the pros and cons, and, and then that should be it. So are we uh, are we all ready? Yeah, I mean, I'm I, ready. I, I, I assume they've they've seen the movies. If not, goddamn, go watch yeah, the movie. I said that last yeah. time. I was like, it's so crazy to think that people may not have seen this, but you know, yeah, it happens. All right, so let's go ahead and start with Iron Man Three. Came out in 2013. Uh, the synopsis goes. 
Marvel's oh. Iron Man 3 pits uh, brash but brilliant industrialist Tony Stark Iron Man against an enemy whose reach knows no bounds. When Stark oh. finds his personal world destroyed at his enemy's hands, he embarks on a harrowing quest to find those responsible. This journey at every turn will test his mettle. With his back against the wall, Stark is left to survive by his own devices, relying on his ingenuity and instincts to protect those closest to him. As he fights his way back, Stark discovers the answer to the question that has secretly haunted him. Does the man make the suit, or does the suit make the man? So that is the synopsis for this movie. Mike, we're going to start it with you. Go ahead and tell us what your card is and what your pros and cons of the movie were. <laughs> oh, my bad. I fell asleep there for a bit. Because okay. right. of his reading or the movie? Which one is it? <laughs> Oh, the movie. Uh, sorry, I thought we were right. watching the movie again for uh, a second. Okay, right. then. Okay, how can I start this review about Iron Man three? How did it? How did this movie make me feel? <laughs> this movie owes me. How long was this movie? Two hours and something. At least minutes. At least this old. Uh. This movie owes me that in my life. Mm. Um, it was kind of hard to sit down and not really be angry at it because I don't know. I don't I don't know what I, I don't know why they did like to me they took like instead of like you know how there's movies where like the first movie's amazing and then like how we felt with Iron Man 2 it was a little step back. This right here to me like they took like they jumped like they fell off the cliff. Mm. Like, they took backwards <laughs> completely. Like it was just it it I try to find ways to enjoy this movie and not. There are some highlights in this movie. I think the ending is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but leading towards that, it's 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 a it, it's a train wreck. It's a train wreck. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Tony Stark wouldn't call the Avengers if he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, the villain is horrible. It's not even in a. There's not even a villain. Mm-hmm. It's just a man with powers. That is the man that, like. What the does the man make the, the suit Mandarin? Oh, you're talking Mandarin. about the Mandarin. The Mandarin, like yeah, like the Mandarin was an actor. Spoilers, I don't like. Yeah, fuck it. You fuck <laughs> it. You don't fuck it. Yeah. You have, watch the movies. I don't care. Yeah, spoil this. You one. know, yeah. the Mandarin is an actor. It's like, wait, what? And then the last boss guy, whatever. <laughs> he's not the Mandarin, but he has the Mandarin yeah, powers. The, well, not exactly. The, yeah, the villains really bother me in this movie. I'm on the same page with you um, on that. You know, and then they hint that the Mandarin is actually out there, but then we don't really get no continuation of mm-hmm. that. So, like, this is a red card for me. Ouch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Ham, go ahead. Yeah. Alright. Uh, let me see. Something uplifting. Um, <laughs> well, what's your card? What's your it's... card rating first? Oh, Oh no no no! Oh, you want to build up to it? Okay, yeah, right. yeah. I'm gonna build up to it because build it, all, baby. Yeah, well, I will. I think it's a decent <laughs> Christmas movie. Um, Shane Black was he? Yeah, a, uh, director. Director. That's another thing. I think that's why maybe it didn't do as well. This is a new director for Iron Man, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a yeah, new director. Yeah. Well, yeah. they had different directors in all no, three of them. John really? Favre I thought the, the first, first two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, okay, never yeah. mind. I'm talking shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe that's why it felt different. Um, he's done other uh, Christmas movies with, actually, I think, Robert Downey Jr. Forget what that movie was called. Um, uh, second. What was going to be second? No, that was second. Director. Ugh. 
Uh, third, the entire movie, I did not believe the, what was it? The trauma, the, um, what do you call PTSD. it? PTSD? Yeah. I, I did not believe that for a second, and I don't know why. Was it the acting? Was it the writing? Was it just like, hey, I think Iron Man would not deal with that problem, but who knows? Uh, fourth, The Kid. Uh, any movie that has The Kid in it, I think is trying too hard. It's like, hey, let's put a kid in this movie f- to make it more kid-friendly. So, I didn't like that aspect a lot. Though, to be fair, I like it later on in a different movie, but I don't even think he says any lines, so no, he doesn't. it's fine in that. He just shows up. <laughs> and a lot of people didn't even know who yeah. he was, so even better. Um, I agree with Mike. That last that last scene or the big fight sequence, I thought was probably the best part. I could probably just watch that and probably score it better and then maybe even happier. Uh, I'm sure you guys are gonna trash the uh, uh, Mandarin more than I could, so I'll leave it at that. Probably one of the worst uh, villains of all time. Maybe would you agree? Uh, one of the tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst. Yeah, one of the worst. I will say yes because there's no really villain in this movie. Yeah, and I feel like I mean there is, but there isn't. Um, but I still think this is still MCU still doesn't have a good villain yet, in my opinion. And other than that, I give the movie. I'll be nice. I'm giving it a yellow. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, wait, do you want me to give it a green now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to say yellow. I'll be nice. All right. All right. All right. So, Iron Man 3. You know, I'm going to talk about the biggest thing that pissed me off about this movie, the Mandarin. Oh. Of course. I the, knew you would. Go ahead. The Mandarin <laughs> is such an iconic, classic Iron Man villain. And everyone knows him as, you know, having these ten rings, which was cool because in the first Iron Man movie, we get that reference of that 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 terrorist group was the ten rings. Yeah. And, and so yeah. when I heard that the Mandarin was going to be in this movie, and the trailers hyped up Ben Kingsley, who's a phenomenal actor. And yeah, to him yeah. to be the man, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a perfect him. casting choice. This is going to be great. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the visual effects. And for him to just be an actor who's, like, yeah. making fun of the role of the Mandarin, one, I was just more upset that they wasted Ben Kingsley's talents. I just thought that was yeah. such a waste of a good actor. And I'm surprised that he even like kind of took the role after reading probably what the script was going to be like. And I just, it made no sense to me. And, and the, mm. the actual villain, Adrian, uh, what, Oh my gosh. What's his name? Aldrich. I think so. Fuck boy. <laughs> Wait, who? <laughs> they just call him fuck boy. Who? Keep it moving. Uh, is it Adrian Aldrich or something like that? I don't remember, but he's essentially become like he claims the title of the Mandarin at the end of the movie after Ben Kingsley like reveals that he's not the real oh, one. Oh, you mean what's his name? No, um, guy. Yeah, Pierce? but his 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 character oh. name. Re- anyway, regardless, oh, I don't remember I, that. I, I didn't like him. I could care less for him. Uh, I I guess his, how he became villainy, villainous, whatever you however you want to describe it was was bland. You know, Tony Stark, like, ditched him, and now all of a sudden, like, the guy's pissed because he had a great idea, and now he wants to get back. I thought it was cool that they brought AIM into the picture, Advanced Idea Mechanics, which is another group in the comic mm. book. Um, the whole storyline was supposed to be based off the Extremists comic book series as well, uh, which uh, it, it did okay. 
in doing that. Um, I thought Iron Man, the suit, the first sequence we get with the suit up, again, going back to what Ham was talking about the last episode, how they mm-hmm. try to one-up it, was cool. He injected nanites in, into his body or, or something that allows him to kind of control uh, the Iron Man suit with his mind, I think, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And so he, it all... I don't remember. He's, he's trying to suit up at the beginning of the movie, and, and he gets it piece by piece, which was kind of funny and then kind of cool at the same time. Uh, and then yeah. we get... The Iron Patriot is in, is in this movie, and I thought that was also a waste of a good, yes. like, kind of, kind of a mm-hmm. cool concept because in Iron Patriot in the comic books was uh, built by or designed by Norman Osborn because he builds the Dark Avengers, and Iron Patriot was part mm. of that. And and again, we I, I bring up this argument where people are going to say you had to stop basing off the comics; you can't always rely on that. There's just there are just times where I just want to tell certain those people to shut up, like. You can't – there are certain things you can take liberties with, yes, but to destroy an entire personality or t- entire persona like the Mandarin, that's just like, you know, spitting in people's faces. And and, and I just – I can't, I can't you know, forgive that. Um, I didn't – But you can look at it the other way, though. Like, you could – somebody see them and they're like, whoa, who is this guy? And then they look up in the comics and it's like blows their mind think about the other way you know what i mean yeah but there's people out there that they don't rely on the comics yeah. whatsoever true they but they it could just, lead for just, yeah for younger they kids just go in, yeah yeah well the thing is that, like that's even to me that's even worse for even kids is that if you're gonna mess up a villain like don't even plan to do that at all like it's it's just in my opinion it's just the the mandarin is such a such a uh, an amazing like villain that it could definitely become like a life and life and death situation for tony stark and a and a great it could this could have been an, a, like one of the best okay. iron man movies but mm. but they shit on it because like I, I don't know if the director never read a comic book i don't know if the writers just never got into the same page and whatever i don't know how kevin foggy didn't even like get involved like didn't like put a stop to this because Kevin Vaughn, he's a great producer and everything like that. But to me, I think he just went in blind with this movie, which is like, all right, guys, direct Iron Man three. <laughs> I'm going to focus on other things. Yeah, I think you know, he does yeah. like to take so, risks, but I don't think he expects the backlash because this one did get a lot of backlash enough to yeah. the point where they made a Marvel short to fix it. So I don't know if you guys saw this one. I remember that. Uh, it yeah. was also with Justin Hammer was in it too. I thought that was pretty cool. But, you know, they kind of get visited by a couple people sent by the Mandarin uh, and like tells Ben Kingsley like, hey, uh, our boss isn't very happy with you that you made I fun of his name one, yeah. or made fun of whatever. And then so it hinted that the Mandarin is still out there, um, which yeah. was okay. Thanks for doing that. But we wish you didn't have to go out this far to have to fix that. Mm-hmm. But we don't see him at all no. in any movie. Not yeah. if. Yeah. Not, well, well, we'll we'll talk about that later yeah. on in, in in another phase because there's a movie that's trying to replace Iron Man, and we'll talk about that later. I think so. Might not know. Maybe not, about, but we'll we'll but get maybe. there. Um, let me finish up Iron yeah. Man three. So the uh the the action sequence at the end was I I love that action sequence. Uh, yeah. him going through all the suits and the the fact that we get certain suits that are iconic to the comics, like the Silver Centurion, the Shotgun Armor, um, the Heartbreaker. Like, there are just so many good suits. And I, I, I love the designs 
and I love how like attention to detail they went with them. Um, it was cool him like swapping back and forth between suits after each one was getting destroyed. He gets a new one. He jumps off. His suits save him. Like it, it was just, it, it was very well put together. Um, so I really did enjoy that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else uh, the kid. Uh, well, speaking of speaking of that though, is there a video that breaks down all the suits and what maybe what issues or so described when he used most them? Most of them, I think, are just unique to the movie. Uh, but there, okay. uh, there are a few that are brought from the comics, and I'm sure that there is there is a video out there. I'm sure some YouTuber put uh, something out I'd there. I'd like to see the breakdown. Yeah. Um, the right. the uh, Ham, what you were saying about the PTSD, I also it felt weird because I was kind of hoping maybe yeah. he would be the one to kind of make like come to terms with himself because again he is kind of screwed yeah. up after being in space after sending that missile to the Chitauri. So it makes yeah. sense for him to be, like, paranoid and stuff like that. That's why he builds all these suits yeah. and armors to begin with. But the kid was just very random. Uh, I didn't... Yeah. Like, I, I liked the kid, but I didn't like him in, for the purpose of the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so it was, it was very... Yeah. It was very uh, weird. I just... That's all, that's, all I, that's all I can describe mm-hmm. it. Um, I, I think Don Cheadle was funny in this movie. He had more humorous lines... Uh, more of a humorous take than anything else. So I, I had no problems with Don Cheeto, uh and his take in this movie. Um, mm. That's really all that I can remember. The extremist villains were kind of meh. Like, I didn't really care for them. So they were super powered. So what? Like, it was overwhelming. Was it? I mean, I just didn't, I just didn't care. Uh, and it was yeah. a long movie, but I think this is what this movie is what really brought Robert Downey Jr. Like probably at his peak for, for him to be like, I am the Marvel Cinematic Universe, basically, because, you know, otherwise, why else would this movie have made a billion dollars? You know, it was riding off the train of Avengers, but people know Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man is the one that started this whole thing, too. Um, So, you know, it was kind of going off of that success. My overall rating, though, um, uh, I'm going to generously give it a yellow it's a, it's, 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 it almost makes me want to give it a red because of how mad I was after the whole Mandarin fiasco. Yeah. Like I, I was so pissed off after leaving that movie theater about that whole thing. But there, I think there were more good parts than bad parts, and, and it was enjoyable and it was very entertaining. I love the visuals behind a lot of the stuff they did in the movie. So for me, it's a yellow. You guys are making me seem like a great <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, if if they didn't have that last scene, the last uh, sequence, yeah, well, red all day. But uh, I just, I just, I can't, I can't I think, give it a yellow, man. I, I did just not think, for, like I think for me, it was kind of a nice balance between Tony Stark and Iron Man. Like, I think in Iron Man Two, we got too much of him being in the suit. Uh, Iron Man One, we got like mostly him, just Tony Stark, and then a bit of Iron Man at the end of the movie. This one kind of felt right i think it was more tony stark but it just felt yeah i was about to argue that yeah, yeah but the thing is i'm asking for is is that and then great material and this movie didn't have to me at least didn't have anything good I... material you know and then and then if i don't know if you guys noticed i don't think iron man has ever defeated well in his movies you know iron man one one to three he never really defeated his enemies, and then him, his girlfriend, had to like step up and be like, "Come here, you know what? I'll do I mean, this bitch. Move out." You of could the tell, way. you could say that about yeah. a couple other superheroes, uh, you know. Yes. So, True. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, Iron Man three, it, it was okay. It was okay. 
Mm, All right, yeah, let's go enough. on yeah. to the next movie. I'm sure this is going to be Mike's favorite as well. Uh, and also in 2013, we get the sequel to Thor, known as Thor The Dark World. So let me go ahead and read the synopsis here. This one's fairly short. In the aftermath of Marvel's <laughs> Thor and Marvel's The Avengers, Thor fights to restore order across the cosmos, but an ancient race led by the vengeful Malekith returns to plunge the universe back into darkness. Faced with an enemy that even Odin and Asgard cannot withstand, Thor must embark on his most perilous and personal journey yet, one that will reunite him with Jane Foster and force him to sacrifice everything to save us all. Mike, hit us with the green card. <laughs> Just hit us. <laughs> when I saw this movie, I was I was stunned of how great it was. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> this movie, honestly, like, it's art. This movie... Brought a new identity inside of me. <laughs> you know, I felt the rainbows and the butterflies inside of me. Oh my god! <laughs> and just, I can't fucking do it. Fuck this movie. You know, uh... fuck this movie. Um, you know, I am. Oh my god! I'm all right. I'm gonna keep it short and basic because I could just roast this movie so much. Um. Chris Hasworth is the best part of this movie. Um, Loki is too. Yeah, yeah. Same. You know, of what he what he has to work with. I, I think he's awesome. I think he's fantastic. Um, and then I think everything else is just lackluster. Um, again, forcing Natalie Portman to be in this movie as a love interest, where I'm not too sure, like. If, I, I just don't understand why people believe in this. I just don't see it. I I, I don't think I will ever understand whatsoever. Um, the sad part was, of course, uh, Thor's mother mm-hmm. dying. That was that was actually pretty sad. I was like, damn, that's actually like fucked up. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. she died. Um, I think the villain was super boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't know. The movie dragged on. It was just. I, I was kept on looking at my watch. I was just like, oh, okay, just keep it moving, please. Like, okay, like, can they, can, can something happen in this movie, please? And every time when I said that, nothing happened. And then towards the end, it was more of a, I don't know, it like the ending fight was like, okay, um, we're going to fight here. And then, oh, you know what? Let's go somewhere else we're gonna fight here oh let me let's go somewhere else oh my fucking hammer is is lost hammer <laughs> like i don't know like it was hammer time hammer time you know mm-hmm. but the hammer wasn't there all the time <laughs> but then um um and then of course the ending uh loki thing i kind of pre- predicted it i don't know yeah I was oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. there's, there's, there's no way Loki's dead. It's Loki. It's, there's no way. But this movie's trying to make you feel like a twist. But I, I wasn't buying it. Um, I would not see this movie again. I haven't seen this ever since it came out in 2013. Um, and for some reason, this movie's also on TV <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> you know. So um, it's gonna be a red card. I think you guys predicted that. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys predicted that at all. I know it's very, mm-hmm. one, like, very shocking. All right, Ham, go for it. And and I will say the same. Actually, I will give it a red card. Uh, my first one. Um, uh, I did notice that in, is it the beginning of the movie? He does fight uh, one of the rock warriors. Yeah. yeah. Um, second of all, this is the 
Reality gem? Uh, is it reality or power? Because no, uh, it's it's messing up reality, right? Uh, I think it's reality. I, I might be wrong. I'm not too sure. Yeah, because isn't, isn't power? I will uh, look it up. Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You might be right. Yeah. Because it's messing up reality, right? Because her phone's yep, somewhere, you're... and then whatever, yep. and then yeah, all that. So, which I didn't. Re- I think we didn't get. Uh, we didn't talk to too much Stones, about yeah. you know, <laughs> the other two, but. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of gems. Uh, this uh, MCU, right? <laughs> no, it's reality stone. It's reality. Yeah, that's yeah, what Ham. Stone. That's yeah. what Ham said. Yeah. Gem yeah. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Gem Sorry, stone, I was just searching it up. It <laughs> yeah. took a long time. They're they're interchangeable, <laughs> stone and gem. Um, love interest, whatever. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not gonna say much either. Uh, I don't even remember the fight scene. I remember them going to different places. Yes. Um. Uh, she first time she visits Asgard. Okay, cool. Um, other than that, yeah, just red card. That's all I got to say. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm afraid yep. to talk. <laughs> oh no! If it's a game, I'm not Choose your words wisely. Choose the first wisely. thing I'll mention is the rock. Uh, the rock. Uh, warrior the rock whatever monster that he fights is yeah. is a straight up reference to uh the first issue of thor that he appears in because he actually fights those uh, mm. mo- uh those rock monster things uh, on the comic book cover and in that comic book issue uh so i thought that was a cool nod uh we do get more of his interaction with the um the warriors three which i'm surprised you guys didn't or at least ham didn't bring that up yeah. Uh, I like yeah. Warriors 3 because you know, Lady Sif was kind of an important character in this movie, um, for, especially for Thor, kind of. <laughs> for this uh, movie, yes. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I still don't buy Jane Foster, I, I, Natalie Portman. Like, well, I just I don't get it either. I, I don't feel the connection there. Uh, I think I feel like she could have been replaced. No offense to Natalie Portman, but I just feel like she could have been replaced by someone a little bit more. No, no, no. Uh, She's a great actor. Actress. Someone a little actress. bit more, yeah. I guess, um, believable. Um, the villain was was boring. I will agree to that too. Uh, I I like the 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 race, you know, dark elves that they were using, but I just didn't like the leader Malekith because he's kind of like a powerful villain in the comics, but he's not very well represented here in the movie, or at least to be that all that powerful. Uh, so you know, I wasn't buying that either. Um, Loki, I'm surprised no one brought this up. No one liked the Captain America cameo. I forgot which which part was. It? Uh, I don't Thor breaks Loki out, and they're walking toward the front. Oh yeah, Your friends, and he he, it's Chris Evans. It it's is very, very quick, quick, but yeah, I just thought it was hilarious. Quick. Like I didn't see it's that very coming. Quick. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. I'm still giving it a red. They counted that as one movie. Uh, that time? counted as one of his movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god. Okay. But what I will say, because again, my my knowing of Thor comes from the comics, and I always got this whole like uh. Norse mythology, uh, Dark Ages, Middle Ages type of feel. It's like Shakespeare, but, and this and yeah, this like movie Hamlet really, I like thought, that. brought that tone to it. Uh, I want to who was the director for this movie because I felt like Alan something. I don't even know Alan Taylor <sighs> Alan. Alan, I, Alan I don't Taylor. know. I feel who... like they've done something else Alan to, to yeah. kind of bring that over, yeah. like something of his previous work. But 
Uh, he made Sex in the City, The oh, Sopranos, yeah. Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Okay, oh, actually, yeah, that's some good shit. Though. That's yeah, HBO so that's stuff. what I'm saying. Like it brought that feeling of mm. being in that you know middle aged kind of like scenario, and and that's what I always thought Thor was, and that's why I actually didn't mind this one. I I. He also did I, Terminator listen, Salvation. I'm not talking though. about the bad <laughs> movies yet, all right? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the, the tone and the feel to this movie. There were a lot of things that, yes, were boring, but I just didn't think it was that bad. Because, again, Thor is one of my least favorite characters. Like, I don't, I don't know that much about Thor. I don't get really excited when I see Thor merchandise in the stores. I could care less, but I do enjoy a Thor movie because of, of how they, they portray the character. Um, and so I really liked them. I, like, like you said, Mike, uh, Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth, obviously are going to be the best uh, uh, of the Thor movies. But for me, this is, this is a yellow. I, I was okay with this movie. I didn't think it was that bad. Because you also got, you also got uh, Kat Dennings, who, who was more... Yeah, yeah, Kat Dennings. That's <laughs> so all. She that's makes all. more jokes in this yeah. movie. Like they, they, yeah. they capitalized on yeah. what she did in the first movie and then brought her out even more. And so it was. Yeah, you know, Baby Girl was in this movie because they realized that she was, you know, the highlight of the movie, especially in the first one. Um, you know, but I can, I can give it a, a yellow, man. Uh, again, I, I, I'm a Marvel biased person, so maybe that's what's preventing. Well, no, I do have a couple of red cards in this entire Infinity Saga review, so you know, we'll get there when we get there. Um, yeah, really. So, uh, mm. all right, so Thor: Dark World, mm. uh, you guys hated it. I thought it was okay. And now mm-hmm. we'll just go ahead and move on. As long as you didn't give it a green, because no. I was going to say, anybody out there wants to give out their resume for to take my place? <laughs> hey, take, I couldn't. You know, but I couldn't justify a green for this that. one. I don't think this. I think this is far away. It is far away from a green. It's definitely for me. It's like a mid yellow, if not lower, on the lower end. All right. No. So one year gotcha, later, gotcha. we get right. the next movie on our list: Captain America: The Winter Soldier in 2014. I'm clapping, by the yeah, way. Boy. So uh, yeah. let me go ahead and give you the synopsis. Um, Read that shit, after baby. After the cataclysmic events shit. in New York with the Avengers, Marvel's Captain America: oh The God. Winter Soldier finds Steve Rogers, aka Captain America, living quietly in Washington D.C. and trying to adjust to the modern world. But when a Shield colleague comes under attack, Steve becomes embroiled in a web of intrigue that threatens to put the world at risk. Joining forces with the Black Widow, Captain America struggles to expose the ever-widening conspiracy while fighting off professional assassins sent to silence him at every turn. When the full scope of the villainous plot is revealed, Captain America and the Black Widow enlist the help of a new ally, the Falcon. However, they soon find themselves up against an unexpected and formidable enemy, the Winter Soldier. And I think I can safely say and speak for all of this, for all of us, when I say... This is probably in top tier Marvel movies in the entire oh, saga. For sure. Yes, for top, and sure. I top five for me. Raise yes. this to the moon and further beyond. But Mike, I'll let you go ahead and talk yeah. about it first. All right, I got to share my story real quick of how I saw this movie okay. because it's actually pretty funny. With your eyes. So, okay, <laughs> it's pretty funny though. Okay, so the week of this movie was supposed to come out. Um, the week that's supposed to come out. Um, I think it was like in April 2014, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a Disney cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? I went on a, I think if I'm not mistaken, it was on a Thursday. Thursday, yes, Thursday. 
Um, and then and and then they did like an announcement. Everybody, we're planning the One Soldier come oh. to the movie theater, um, and everything like that. So of course I went. I was in a uh, front row, and then in like they opened the screen, and then I don't know where like on like on the stage, like there was like like smoke coming out, and then like a. Uh, a, a, a Captain like some guy <laughs> cosplaying as Captain America shows up and I'm just like what and I'm like oh man I don't know what to expect from this and then after the movie was over I was the only one that got up and clapped really in that whole movie theater <laughs> yes because everybody was kids oh, they didn't understand my like there yeah. was some and the thing is I'm the only <laughs> idiot that like stood up clapping, praising this movie, and everyone is just looking at me like, what? <laughs> but my God, this movie was so fantastic. Like, I'm just surprised. I'm I'm watching some of the like some of the ratings that some some companies gave it. I just don't see how it's not like it's a 10 out of mm-hmm. 10 for me. Like to me, like there's nothing wrong with this movie at all. It's such great character development. Captain America is like one of my favorites in the MCU. I think the Falcon was such an amazing, like, supportive character. I think Black Widow was awesome. Um, who like the like I the thing is like I I know like there was like a like there's not even like a, a Hydra a villain, was like villain. the villain organization. Yeah. Hydra, yeah. Hydra was a whole thing. Yeah, it was like the whole Hydra thing. But it just worked phenomenal. And then, of course, like, Bucky, like, when Bucky showed up, oh, my God, it was such a war that I just love that fight scene when they met in the highway. And then the, mm-hmm. towards the ending yep. where Steve Rogers was like, I am not going to fight you. You are my friend. And then I was just like, oh, my God, man, just protect <laughs> yourself. So, like, this movie is a green. Like, I don't even know, like, what's the high platinum green. I don't know. But it's just a green. Damn, go yeah. for it. Um, yeah, speaking of that, uh, you reminded me, uh, I used to go to screeners and watch movies. We watched this uh, one together. I, I, yeah, was this the one, like, we saw in a month in advance? There was it a was well, them, it like, was well ahead of the, the release date. Yeah, you called me up yeah. and was like, hey, I have a spot, open up. And I'm like, I'm already in my car, <laughs> let's go, let's do this. So I brought Grace yeah. over, yeah. I don't even, yeah. Um, let me see here. Of course, uh... I'm agreeing with Mike. Uh, my highest is uh, bright green. Um, even the trailers where you see, I think it was in the trailers, you know, Captain America throwing his shield mm-hmm. and, you know, the winter, uh, winter shoulder. Ooh, I can't even talk right now. Where am I losing that? Shoulder? But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Uh, Bucky. Let's just say Bucky from now on. Uh, that's Bucky. Yeah, the, the hot, the, the hot civilian. How about that? Not the winner. What I just said before, but the, yeah, the hot civilian. Uh, he yeah, catches. Yeah, he catches the shield with his uh, middle arm and just goes. And they're like, oh shit, no. Um, I remember that being amazing. Uh, yeah, the highway mm-hmm. scene. Uh, what was it? You know, like him running, him like in a car, out of a car. I don't even remember. And then. Uh, just that, uh, what? There's a helicopter. What is it? Just all of that was amazing. Uh, Nick Fury, he died. Oh my! I can't believe he died. Um, of course he does. <laughs> I was like, you know, well, it's Nick Fury, come on. He doesn't yeah, die. He doesn't die. 
Uh, what is it? One time, one time. R. P. One more time. This is black. Uh, all right. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, yeah, fight pause. scene all over the place. <laughs> um, Sal, can you tell me who was it? Was it actually Shield that invented the helicarrier? Let's. I'm trying to remember, or I don't. I have no idea. I think it was a Hydra. Are you talking about the one that Hydra, was like targeting people? Because like, Hydra created the software that would target certain, like you know, certain people because they they saw them as high risk targets. Um, yeah. No, but just in general, yeah, just the idea of it and who invented it. But, uh, just, but like, the even shield in, uh, helicarriers was always a uh, shield thing. I was a shield. Nobody helped uh, them at all. I mean, well, you have to understand the whole thing was the plot twist here was that Hydra has been working undercover as shield agent. Yeah. So I don't think they actually yeah, knew yeah, yeah. like who They're... did what. It's just you know Hydra obviously yeah. wanted to select certain targets to get rid of because they put they saw them as enemies. Oh, and I almost forgot the Ooh, elevator yeah. scene, of course. Oh, oh yeah, yes, the I elevator totally scene. Forgot about that. And then oh, elevator scene later on in the series, <laughs> even better. <laughs> uh, that was a perfect joke. Uh, I'm just remembering all the good parts, and there's a lot of good parts. Oh, there is also the after credit scene. This is where we get a glimpse of Quicksilver and Scarlet yeah. Witch. Yeah, I don't uh, remember. They're, what was they're it? going down. Um, uh, what's his name? In Rush. No, it but it was. Uh, I forget the villain's name. Uh, Von Strucker, Baron Von Strucker, yes. I think his name is, and so he talks about um, uh, people with extraordinary powers, and then we see Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in the rooms, uh, and and they're doing their powers. Like Quicksilver's like twitching and like you know going fast all over the place, and then uh, Quick uh, Scarlet Witch like distorts something with her with her magical powers. Oh, Von Strucker wasn't gifted, which I liked. I don't even know if it's still on or not. I don't think it is, but he wasn't gifted. Yes, I remember yeah, remembering yeah, yeah. that name. Um, I was. I liked that. Yeah, and also too, also too. So sorry to interrupt no, okay. you. This was the first. Yep. Um, Russo brothers film. Yep. In the Marvel universe. Nice. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, other than that, um, like I said, uh, bright green. Everything was fantastic. Uh, the uh, twist with Hydra being already in the entire organization was interesting. And that that little scene where it's like sort of people either being Hydra or with Captain America was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I just, it built up for a sequel mm-hmm. very well. I was like, can't wait to see the next one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a fucking green card. Hundred thousand, hundred thousand percent, all the way. Hell yeah! Yeah. Can you say that slowly? Green card. Uh, This is my number one favorite Marvel movie out of the entire MCU saga. My number one. Number one. Really? This movie. I loved every second. I was engaged from beginning to the end with this movie. From between the action, the dialogue, the pacing, uh, the 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 twist and everything. Like it. There is nothing to complain about, and and Ham, I brought this to your attention with honest mm-hmm. trailers because we we watched the YouTube series honest trailers, and even them they admitted in their mm-hmm. video like, mm-hmm. damn, we don't have really anything to complain about, so we're just gonna nitpick things just because we have to. Um, so you know, yeah. and and the Russell brothers actually said in an interview that they actually tried to make their movies honest trailers proof, <laughs> so you, you know that's a thing. That, oh, that's nice. kind of an important <laughs> deal. Um, yeah, I just uh, there's so many good things to list. Uh, the 
the first fight sequence we get with Captain America in his stealth suit, uh, his stealth armor. Um, oh yeah, is that yes. the, yeah? Is that's that the, the ship, ship one. one, and he's just doing some okay. like badass, okay. like shield throwing, yeah, kicking yeah, people yeah. off the the ship, and then he fights um Baltrock the Leaper. That whole little sequence was oh was so good. Um, we get. Okay, that was a uh, George Saint Pierre. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are correct. Oh, okay. Oh, Pierre. So yeah, um, I know Saint Pierre. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I already forgot his name, and I feel terrible for this. Uh, Sam Wilson, the Falcon, played by Anthony Mackie. Yes, Anthony thank Mackie. You. I apologize, Anthony Mackie. Uh, even though you probably okay. never listened to this, but this is how <laughs> great you are. I, he will I now. loved him as the Falcon. When when I heard they were gonna bring this movie in, I, I was I did obviously I'm going always gonna be going in with like cautions like with concerns, but he totally did Falcon justice. I love this the the partnership between the two. That that first sequence we get introduced by him is funny, where he you know he's like on your left, on your left, and he's like don't say it again. Like that that was just mm-hmm. hilarious. And then to hear that again uh, in a future movie was was even more uh, impactful there. Um, I I loved Black Widow's character development in this movie. I feel like it was the most out of anything yes. that she was in. Um, I felt like a love connection with Captain America and her in this movie, and I thought I was like, "Are they gonna build like a romance thing like later on?" So that that relationship was I didn't buy it at first like i think i didn't want to buy into it because like that never happened in the comics again i always go off the comics but mm. but because they're they're such good actors in this movie that i was like you know what if it happens i'm rooting for you guys like th- you you guys have such a good dialogue and you feel like you can tell that they were just comfortable in this movie like everything that they were doing they were given their 100 percent in um and so yeah it's almost perfect like a like a perfect it, score. it's a for me it's a flawless movie for me <laughs> i see what you did there i see what you did there uh for the yeah, listeners yeah. that don't get this reference uh mm. scarlett johansson and actually chris evans worked in another movie before the uh this it was many mm-hmm. years ago it was called the yeah. perfect score um where they had to like really? steal sat scores yeah yeah go uh, watch that <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty funny uh yeah. I, I i do rec- actually recommend watching that um, yeah. Uh, what else is so good about this movie? Oh, I like Frank Grillo. Frank Frank Grillo as Crossbones. Mm. He he was so cool, and like I wasn't upset that he didn't become Crossbones at the end of this movie. Like I just was like I liked how he comes off, yeah. and like how he like starts to like because he is working for Hydra, he starts to like kind of uh, go against Captain America and that elevator scene. They're like, such a, yeah. how, how do you choreograph such a good fight scene in such a small space? Yeah. Um, and what, they have to have a camera in there too. Like what, how, I don't know. Uh, God. And then we get, uh, what's another, what's the other good, uh, between Bucky. I did find it funny and, and maybe this is mean, but I was just like, come on, you guys didn't know he was the winter soldier. Like, yeah, like I just to hear the gasps at everyone. I was like, uh, uh, "Well, I never, I, I never read it, so uh. I, I guess." And that's the thing. I don't know. Again, I come from comic books, so it's like I knew that was happening. I, I knew this entire time he was coming back. I, I knew he was going to eventually too in the first movie. 
Um, and so it didn't surprise me, but the action sequence between those two, yeah. where he's like fighting him with the knife, and they're just like flipping that shit like all over the place. I'm like, God, I, you know, this is what? the first time I heard him curse. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know what this reminded? You know, I w- I enjoyed this as much as I I remember enjoying watching the Raid Redemption. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, that was such a, an awesome uh, movie, and I just felt the same way with with Winter Soldier. Yeah, the choreograph. Yeah, yeah, and um, also too, we get like. A, a like a sentimental like moment with uh with with Paige, with Agent Carter. Oh, um, when, when Sharon Carter wasn't it? Was it? It was Wait. Agent Carter. Like when we when just she... talked about this the other day. What? Well, Peggy Carter was the the mother, grandmother. No, no, no. But he's talking about is this with the funeral? No, that's Civil War. Sorry, I'm jumping. Okay, all right. I thought that's what you were talking but, about, though, right? But don't you you do me Agent Thirteen in this movie? Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. yeah. Sharon uh-huh. Carter. Yeah, Sharon Carter. Like, okay. yeah. So, um, I would have swear. Never mind. I'm jumping. I'm jumping all over the place. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Okay. My bad. That's so, uh, anyways. Well, uh, so I mean, I, were you gonna say something or? Oh no 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 no! I I just okay. I just thought <laughs> because the thing is like, what was really cool about about this movie is that. Captain America is like you said. It's like he's trying to, I guess, play catch up, but it's like really like messing up with his emotions with it that that so that's he misses my, out. This, so my probably my most favorite thing about this movie is mm. what they did with the Captain America character and how he was always such a grounded like I always do good. I have my assignments. I trust the people that I work with. But in this movie, they really fucked him over, and and yeah. they they messed with his mind, and he he doesn't know who to trust anymore. But it mm. wasn't like in an obvious like you know ob- this is the message I'm going to throw in your face. It was just so subtle, and and I I didn't even think about it until after the fact. It was like God damn, this is such a good character like like the good character driven story for Captain America, where they they went the complete opposite with him. Um, and, and like Ham said, like I was ready to see what, what they were going to do next with, with Captain America and how they were going to, you know, advance his, his, uh, his arc, you know, further yeah, storyline. Um, yeah. God, I want to watch so it much... now. I know, right? <laughs> I probably watch it after the podcast. Uh, yeah, me too. I did, <laughs> I did find it funny. We got the Samuel L. Jackson Star Wars reference. I mean, that had to be a Star Wars reference where he throws out his little like, uh, light stick, lightsaber thing. He burns like a hole in the street. To escape from Bucky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I got that. I yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Probably, maybe. But it's, either way, it's no. after because he gets uh, Nick Fury gets chased by the co- by by cars. Like he's he's getting chased by Hydra, and they're trying to mm-hmm. like crash him into everything. And he his car does flip over, and and Bucky's about to go after him, but he he pulls out like his little lightsaber like short stick thing and and burns a hole through the ground. Um, that's either here and there, or here or there, but uh, I'm trying to like what else is so good about this movie? Like, I just want to keep any, any cons whatsoever. Like, no, the, the not at all. Like, no, no, no I can't. I, I can't. You want uh, here, here's I want one more. nitpick. Maybe, maybe I want more. I this is more, one probably. nitpick yeah. that I didn't even think about it until after like my 20th time watching this movie. Was he he put the USB drive in, in the candy machine? Yeah, couldn't Other... somebody bought that? Yeah. It was like, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you just put like you know all this valuable information here. You know what? Fuck it. Just let's go to the next scene because this is so cool. Like, let's just keep this moving. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I don't we know, get that, uh, we get Arnim Zola back in this movie too. 
Um, he comes on the screen, which mm-hmm. uh, I thought was a good little adage into the plot twist of Hydra was fantastic. I didn't see it coming. Uh, we do mm-hmm. get the reference to Doctor Strange in this movie as well, which was uh, so they they capture Sitwell, the the bald guy, yeah, who was captured on the ship from the from the beginning of the movie. Um, he they capture him, interrogate him. And he basically admits that the, the the program was to select high risk targets, and he's mentioning names, and one of them happens to be Stephen Strange. Uh, so I thought that was a cool oh, little. I don't nod. remember that. Yeah, oh, trust me, I, I remember this movie. Yeah. Um. All right, but hey, we got to move on because we could talk hours about this. Movie. Yeah, we could. All right, so let's do that. Okay, so then the next <laughs> scene. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You're right. No, there, there's. I, I, again, yeah, you're right. We could talk hours. So let's. We'll, we'll end it there. We can do a whole another podcast episode about Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. All right, next movie we got on the list. Uh, again, in 2014, a movie that no one knew what the hell this was going to be. It yeah. is Guardians yep. of the Galaxy. Even me, like, I knew the, the name, but I didn't wow. know anything about them. Me neither. Uh, so here's a synopsis. An action-packed epic space adventure, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy expands the Marvel Cinematic Universe into the cosmos, where brash adventurer Peter Quill finds himself the object of an unrelenting bounty hunt after stealing a mysterious orb coveted by Ronan, a powerful villain with ambitions that threaten the entire universe. To evade the ever-persistent Ronan, Quill is forced into an uneasy truce with a quartet of disparate misfits. Rocket, a gun-toting raccoon, Groot, a tree-like humanoid, the deadly and enigmatic Gamora, and the revenge-driven Drax the Destroyer. But when Quill discovers the true power of the orb and the menace it poses to the cosmos, he must do his best to rally his ragtag rivals for a last desperate stand with the galaxy's fate in the balance. Mike, take it away. All right, I need to do an intro for this song, for this review. Oh, really? Okay. Stop <laughs> this feeling. Oh. Oh shit, we're gonna get sued. Oh, <laughs> we're talking over, we'll be just fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Dude, me. Can we get flagged? Ooh, Jaka, Uga, Uga. <laughs> Ooh. This is what this movie made me feel inside, guys. Mm. All right. All right, Mike, come on. We, we got a whole episode to take care of. Ah. That's what he was waiting for. He was waiting I for that part. <laughs> all right, guys, I gotta. All right, gotta get back. Mm. You know, focus and everything like that. All right, so when this movie first came out, when I went into this movie theater, I did not know anything. All I saw was that they had a raccoon and a large <laughs> tree, right? And I was just like, right. "How can these guys be superheroes? Like, what? Like, the these guys are trying to look for." Thanos or something like that or whatever and but whatever Kill miss. so I went into this movie theater with no expectations zero expectations and I came out there with a big smile on my face I was like mm-hmm. I love this movie this movie honestly isn't like it was in my top five but of course there were something else better than this movie that knocked it down but my top ten I love this movie. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought, um, uh, who plays Star Lord? I'm so sorry. I'm so stupid. Um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris another Brad. Chris in the game. Another Chris in the game. Chris Pratt. David Batista. Um, mm-hmm. the actress who played Gamora. Um, oh, no. forgot her. Forgot the actress uh, name. But please, guys, forgive um, me for not Zoe, remembering. Zoe. Zoe Saldana. Uh, Saldana. Yeah. Saldana. Yeah. Zoe Saldana. Something like that. Yeah. 
Um, who was Bradley Cooper was awesome. Um, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, him saying, I am Groot, that's fine with me. (laughs) Uh, You know, instead of... How much did he get paid? (laughs) Hey, I'd rather take that instead of, you know, we are family in Fast and Furious, but hey... I mean, he might have said that in Groot, if you think about it. We're family. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He probably put, I am Groot. It's like, (laughs) God damn it, Vin Diesel, not again. (laughs) You know? But I love Mm. this movie. Um, I've seen this movie so many times. And I mm. just have a blast with it. The the ending with Groot with the sacrifice that almost got me in tears. Mm. I was like, man, no. But luckily, you know, you know, yeah. Rock, you know, Rocket got 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 a branch and made a uh, made a little baby Groot that was adorable, <laughs> and it's all over everyone's desk now in offices. Yeah, it's, it's a blew up. Yeah. yeah, it blew up everywhere. And this is a this is another green for me. Okay, go cool. ham, go for it. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say it because I mean, I don't think. I mean, there. I'm sure there's stuff wrong about it, but it's definitely a green for me. Um, yeah, when I didn't know anything really, I knew, you know, the actors, and that's about it. The trailer made it seem fun. Um, it's one of the first Marvel movies that I was like, holy shit, this soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it, and it went, it went old school. And I mean, you could see why in the beginning of the movie, there's a, you know, Walkman and uh, he gets it and he's, it's still a a literal cassette player, Mm -hmm. which some people don't even know what those are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Chris Pratt, he got very into shape for this movie. Yes. yes. Chubby, funny guy. And uh, that was a big thing. Everyone was talking about that. Um, it was one of the first, I feel like, comedic Marvel movies, in my opinion. Uh, uh, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the banter between all the characters. I wish this would be the relationship in like Fantastic Four. You know, it's like a it's a family, but uh, don't you compare this movie to Fantastic Four? <laughs> no, no, I, I <laughs> want, I want this. No, 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 I want this to be like Fantastic Four. If Fantastic Four was like this, I have, I don't see a got problem. You, got you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I feel like that relationship should be there, and it's you know back and forth. You know, it's a group of people that are together that need to be together. But if shit happens and they're apart, you know, more shit happens. <laughs> Um, let me see here. I thought everyone did great. I like how, I like how when people meet up, like groups meet up and, you know, they get their interactions here or there, just like, um, Avengers. Um, this is where we get introduced to the power, uh, gem. Uh, that's right, right at the beginning almost, right? Um, yeah. Cause he's going for it. Yeah. He's going after yeah. it. Yeah. And that's basically the, uh, whole movie until, you know, Thanos shows up. Yep, uh, and the after credits was funny too. Yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, the the funny uh, jail scene was cool. Uh, was it Herbert the Duck? What is it? Uh, Dra- oh, that's <laughs> right. We get Howard the yeah. Duck in this. Howard the Duck. Uh, Drac, uh, Drax, uh, not understanding. Uh, what is it? Every he takes everything literal is funny. Uh, I think that the relationships were all good. See anything bad? Uh, the the villain, eh, eh. Yeah, the villain's yeah. okay. The villain is, is wasn't yeah that 
amazing, but yeah, I, I think the characters made made it up the story. Yeah, exactly. Like that, so, um, and I do like the relationship of him and um, I guess we call it his stepdad. I don't. I, f- I already forgot his name. I'm sorry. Blue, uh, with the hair, robotic oh, hair. Um, oh my gosh! I'm oh yeah, mad you should know this. Oh gosh! Oh my god! He, he does a whistle thing. Yeah, he kills everybody. Oh, that's amazing. Uh oh, that's on you, man. That is on you. I'll let you. Uh, uh, despair Yondu. Into madness. Yondu. Yondu. Yeah, that's what it. Okay, that's yeah. Uh, I'm better. But, well, that's that's next. That's, <laughs> that's later. The next but, one. Yeah. <laughs> that's later. Um, but, yeah, green card. I can't complain. I had a blast. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. me, it's a green card as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a fun movie, very entertaining from beginning to end. A lot of laughs. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like the, the dynamics between all the characters. Um, Chris Pratt as as uh, Peter Quill was hilarious. That the soundtrack is amazing mm-hmm. to this uh, to this movie. Um, I'm trying to think if I had. I, I do have one complaint, and it's not. Mm. It's a complaint that not a lot of people agree with me. I don't like the way they wrote Drax. Uh, it's true in the comics that he is a his character takes everything literally. Like he doesn't know sarcasm, he doesn't understand yeah. humor. So everything that people say, if it does come off as sarcastic, he just takes it for what it is. Right. But I felt like it, it it did it more so in the second one. But I I kind of got mm-hmm. the hint that they were going to capitalize on this, like him being like the the joke of, yeah. of the movie. When in the comics, I mean, he's a he's a he's brutal. I mean, he, he's yeah, he's a badass. And, and he oh. just he, his nickname is Drax the Destroyer. So yeah. he lives up to that title for a reason. Um, and I just don't think they did that kind of justice. Um, I see that. I see that. So I it, it, that that does bother me a lot. I don't a mind. A more Dave, goofy. I, yeah, yeah, I don't mind Dave Bautista as as Drax. He did play out what he was written for um, mm-hmm. and he did it really well. I just don't like what how they wrote him. Uh, otherwise, uh, Matthew McConaughey as uh, as Rocket Raccoon, and only Ham knows that joke. <laughs> I was about to say, "What do you?" Say? I'm like, "Oh yes, yes." That's yes, an inside yes. joke between me and yeah. Ham because I oh, always we, we, what we made there was Bradley a movie that Cooper. we mixed it to. They, yeah, they're pretty much the same person. The, they're pretty uh, much the same person. Was, it was uh, the one where he takes the pill. What was that movie? Uh, oh, Limitless. Limitless. Yeah, Limitless. Yeah. I think it was Limitless. Oh, anyway, God. all right. So yeah, Bradley Cooper voicing Bradley Rocket Cooper. was pretty cool. Um, all right, Ronan all right, was right. Ronan was a, a lackluster kind of villain. I think they could have done yeah. more with him because uh, again, in the comics, he's more of a badass. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think they kind of played it safe. I thought it was cool. We got more of a Thanos scene in this movie mm-hmm. um, with him sitting on his throne. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, this was just a really good movie. Uh, it was like I said, entertaining. I uh, besides my one complaint, like there's really, I I would find it hard to believe for someone to not enjoy this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, so let's go ahead to the next one, uh, a big one here, because we do get the sequel to Avengers: Avengers: Age of Ultron in 2015. So here is the synopsis for you. Marvel Studios presents Avengers Age of Ultron, the epic follow-up to the biggest superhero movie of all time. When Tony Stark tries to jumpstart a dormant peacekeeping program, things go awry and Earth's mightiest heroes, including Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, along with support from Nick Fury and Maria Hill, are put to the ultimate test as the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. As the villainous Ultron emerges, it is up to the Avengers to stop him from enacting his 
terrible plans and soon uneasy alliances and unexpected action paved the way for an epic and unique global adventure. Mike, go ahead. All right. So watching the trailer of this movie got me really hyped. I was expecting like a dark tone. Um, I did read some of the comics of of Ultron, of Age of Ultron, and this of course had all the Marvel Marvel characters, had X Men and everything like that. But of course, we don't have an X Men in Phase Two or anything like that. But <clears throat> well, we yeah. got some characters that are quote unquote. I mean, you can bring unquote. that up right now. We. Basically, yeah. they they didn't have the licensing rights for X Men, so they referred to these characters as the gifted, the gifted. Yeah. Um. So watching this, watching the trailer got me super hyped. I was like, okay, I think we're gonna finally get, um, a movie that are gonna put the heroes back against their wall, like they're back against the wall, and they're gonna try to do like anything to survive and everything like that. So coming into this movie, um, I was very excited. Um, one, and also, too, one of my friends dared me to wear uh, a Batman v Superman shirt because I was scared <laughs> that you know the movie was uh, you know, yeah. So moving on. So and I got trashed for it. Oh, um, sure. So whatever. Just as much as the movie was, yeah. Yeah, so wait, 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 wait. drunk wise or wait, wait, wait. no, 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 just sober wise. Like, I just, <laughs> oh, I just people were making fun of him. Yeah, people, yeah. people were just gotcha, making gotcha, fun gotcha, of him, gotcha, you know, gotcha, like gotcha, trashing gotcha. on me, just like, you know, gotcha. And the thing is, I couldn't give my opinion about the movie until I had that shirt off <laughs> because I don't want mm. nobody to think I was biased or anything like that. I was some, I was somewhat disappointed. I was, okay. I was say. Because I was expecting something else. I wasn't expecting like a... You guys might, you guys might not understand this. You guys might will. Um, a cheerful movie. That, what do you mean? Yeah, no. what do you mean by that? What is that? Ultron was such a... Throwing out more jokes than I needed him to be. Like, gotcha. Yeah. You know, I, I, didn't, okay. I didn't take him seriously. And I didn't feel the Avengers were in, in a serious risk. I just didn't feel that. I didn't felt that. Um, his, 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 the way that they made him, I was just like, okay, I guess. I would have preferred Ant-Man to be in this movie. To I would have preferred Ant-Man to be the first movie and then Age of Ultron. I would have preferred that, but we get Bruce Banner and Iron Man create Ultron, and then I guess they created him to protect Earth. I guess to create to make Earth have a shield. If so, I'm correct, uh, so you're bothered that they didn't follow the comic book route? Somewhat, yeah. And I was, I just, I don't know. I, I just felt, I felt like this movie kind of fell short for me. Like there okay. was, I didn't like towards the ending was okay. Like. When um when all the robots were coming in, when when Thor was like, "That's all you got," and for some reason, like the robots, I felt like they were in line to fight some certain characters. If that make any sense, like I didn't feel like there was a lot of them. Like it was just like more of a slow mo kind of corny, like it was very scripted. It was very scripted. I did not like Quicksilver whatsoever. 
So oh, really? I didn't like him. I was very happy of what happened to him. That sounds fucked up, but I Damn. just, I was, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Thank God he's not in another movie. That's fine. Whatever. Um, Scarlett. He was in the X ones. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. Um, so it was. I, I'm gonna give it a yellow, guys. Um, I could go on and on, but you know, I don't want, I don't want to take up. All the time. So okay, now, I'm, I'm now what, you need to, what you need to do is um, take off the Batman versus Superman shirt that you have on now and then give us your real opinion. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Ham, oh, go bad. ahead. Oh, my bad. A red. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's doing it. He's it's doing a yellow. It. It's a yellow. Uh, yellow for me. Yellow. Ham, go for it. Um, I, I I didn't know who Ultron was. I didn't even know who um, uh, Vision was. I was just like, I, what is going on here? I mean, when it came to that, I was a little confused. But with the dynamics, uh, I liked all that. I mean, you get the – come on, guys. You get the, the hammer scene. Yeah. That's probably one of the, the – one of the, like, I don't know. They're just hanging out and having fun. Well, this is Josh Whedon When did you ever see that? Yeah. When do you see that ever again, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, that was, that was a but cool part. That's a cool scene. And then it sort of tells you that, hey – Vision might be a good guy because later he he picks it up and he's like, we got to go. And you're like, oh, shit, he has to be good, right? Um, other than that, oh, and then, of course, the Hulkbuster, right? Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. that part was I, good. That's, yeah, that, you, that part was really good for me. Yeah, you can't, you can't skip over that. Um, and then we get an Easter egg of Black Panther. Yep, because they're in Wakanda. Or they're... Whoa, no, what? No, they're, they're... Africa. Yeah. And, and then the oh, villain, okay. so, then the person who's selling whatever. Ulysses to... S. Claw, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Um, I, feel, I, I, I did like uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. I, I didn't like the fact that they're like, hey, Hawkeye, watch out, Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Something might happen to you, Hawkeye. And it's like, no, it doesn't happen, which I'm glad it didn't. But, you know, it was Quicksilver who died to pro- uh, protecting Oh, I got you, the fake Hawkeye. out. Yeah, I, I mean, the fake out was fine, but it was just like, it was too much. I'm like, maybe once, maybe twice, but I think it was like four or five times. It's like, something might happen to him. He has a family. Oh, I'm like, shut up. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was too much. Okay. Um. Other than that, I I like um, what do you know the actor's name? Who did, I know him. He's from Stargate, from the Blacklist. Uh, James Spader. Oh, James Spader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has a really good voice. Um, other than that, I didn't care for the villain whatsoever. It's still for me. There has been a good villain yet. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm leading. I'm just a good middle yellow. Okay. Yellow card. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I'm a green card on this one. Uh I I'll I'll start with the the negatives first cuz I mean mm-hmm. I I agree with a couple of things that you guys brought up. Um starting with the the comic book origin route of, of kind of what Mike brought up. It it's weird for me to come into this movie and and thinking, "Oh man, Ultron. Hank Pym is the original creator of Ultron. That's going to be cool to see that they're going to throw Ant-Man in this movie, but they don't." And it annoyed me that it went back to Tony Stark to kind of be the one that creates it with Bruce Banner, yeah. which I, I like the I like the partnership between Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, but I just didn't like that it was relying on Tony Stark again. Like I wanted something different. 
because uh, again, everything's been harping back on onto that character because uh, he's kind of the center of the Marvel u- universe. Um, I uh, I'm trying to think what other negative I had. Um, I I didn't really buy Scarlet Witch in this movie. I I don't think like I I accepted her more in in Civil War. Uh, in that Russian this... accent that she had. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really weird because uh, she also lost the accent a couple times in the movie. I don't know if anyone's ever caught on oh, to that. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I, no, I, no, no. I just kept, I kept on picking up how she was trying to and it just sounded bad. Yeah, it was it was weird. Um, I, I, I thought she had the potential, but I just wasn't I wasn't sold on it yet in this movie. Uh, I, I'm trying to think what other negatives I have. I don't have that many negatives for this movie. Those two really it, I can see where Mike was coming from with the too many jokes, um, coming from mm-hmm. Ultron, like, cause in the comic books, like Ultron is, is a program that's like, he, his, his main yeah. thing is that he knows that people are the, you know, the worst of, of earth and you need to get rid of people in order to better the planet. And, and so that's his whole thing. And, and, and I get that this take on Ultron was a more comedic. But now I'm going to go into my positives. I think because of how the James Spader and and the tone that he brings didn't yeah. come off completely that way. You know, he he was more uh, sarcastic than anything yeah, else. Snarky, snarky. Yeah. That's a good. That's the good word for yeah. it. Yeah, he was more snarky. Um, I really loved his portrayal of Ultron. I thought he did a great job with it. Um, he was great in Blacklist. I love that series. Uh, too. Yeah. Um, I love the Hulkbuster fight between between mm-hmm. him and, hulk. and this is where i really liked mark ruffalo's hulk because this hulk in this movie reminded me more of what we got in the incredible hulk because if you look at avengers hulk versus age of ultron hulk it's very different like he did he, in this one he's more aggressive he's more brutal he's more gruesome like it's still a little bit lighter than the incredible hulk but it was it's like the hulk that i kind of wish we had from the beginning um, gotcha. and, and I still like Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner, but I did like his Hulk probably more so in this movie. I was thrown off by the Natasha and Bruce Banner romance. Uh, that was stupid. It, it was. I wasn't sold on it. I it it come off. It came off very awkward. Um, but overall, the movie had a lot of good group dynamics. And again, this is a Josh Whedon film. This is what he's known for. And and I I re- do recall some interviews and things about like he wasn't happy with some of the things that he had to do in this movie yeah. but he did the best he could and i think he did very well i liked quicksilver a lot i like this version of quicksilver than i did the the days of future past quicksilver so you you guys can shoot me on that one i don't care i like this quicksilver more so than that one really um, yeah. well, i don't care about that no it's the the way they film it in x-men that makes him you know i just didn't like that quicksilver was was too of a too much of a child in, in Days gotcha, of Future gotcha. Past. I, I, I like, this that. one is, is more of the Quicksilver that he is the brotherly type, that he is, um, you know, very into family. Like, he was more mature, and, and that's the Quicksilver that's I know, and that's the that's one, I, I, that's why I really like this version, uh, ADH Ultron version. Okay, let me ask you a question then. What actor do you prefer then? Would have been, like, a better Quicksilver? Uh, between the two? Between the two, or, or someone else entirely? No, between the two. Uh, the Age of Ultron. I like the Age of Ultron one better. Like, okay, like... For an so example, you mean between the two kick-ass characters? If, okay. if both of them were... <laughs> okay, if both of them were the same thing where you were talking about, because the thing is, like, the Quicksilver from, like, from Fox, like, you could just... That's just Fox. Fox fucks up all their X-Men movies and everything like that. Uh, but 
what do you I don't know. I just to me personally, like Quicksilver in this movie, like I I, I just couldn't I couldn't stand like the Russian accent. I thought it was just like a, like it's just they couldn't they couldn't do it properly. They couldn't whatsoever. And I just I don't know, dude. I was just getting annoyed. Like I didn't like the special effects with Quicksilver in this one. I liked it better in Fox. And I don't know. I just I just I didn't I just he was my he was my he's part of one of the negatives, of course, one of the big negatives that I have in this movie. Uh, we're gonna have to agree to disagree because I um... like I said I, I like this one better. I think if you if you take away the Quicksilver scene from Days of Future Past, exactly, there's what really visual is there to that Quicksilver? It, it's almost the yeah. same as the Age of Ultron one. Like you, you have to re. I think that's, and maybe this is just me being super critical. And and yes, I'm super biased, but the Days of Future Past Quicksilver, the number one thing and probably the only thing everyone ever talks about that Quicksilver is that scene where he everything exactly. is slow is slowed yeah. down. Huh. No one else. No, there's nothing really else to talk about with that Quicksilver. Huh. Like that—that's how I see it. That—that's why I, I like the Age of Ultron more because I just felt like he brought more to that role than than the Days of Future Past one. But uh, uh, you yeah. know, again, yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I, I would like to have seen a, uh, I guess, <laughs> Scarlet Witch. You know, to get shot by bullets instead of him. <laughs> I would. I would like to see how dare her you? The character. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my well, baby girl. Ah, uh, she's yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I would like to see him grow more as a character than her. I mean, what the only thing she had was a love interest. Oh, that's that's later. Yeah. But um, I would prefer him over uh, Fox. My yeah. prediction for this movie though goes back all the way to Iron Man three. So like, when when they announced that they're gonna make an Age of Ultron, I was like, okay. So what happened to Iron Man three when he had all his drones? You know, his whole Iron Man. Um, yeah. You know, and I think he destroyed them too in mm-hmm. Iron Man Three. I was like predicting that he saved one of them, save one of them just in case for like protection against like, um, like to protect um pots oh, pepper yeah pepper yeah to save pepper and everything like that. And then for some reason, like that drone got corrupted and that became Ultron. Yeah, I could I could see how they could have worked that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was my prediction, but um, I guess this movie did it better than what was I, I was predicting. Um, I really liked Someone? I really liked Hawkeye in this movie. I think he his role was done much better than the first Avengers movie. Um, I yeah, I I think I appreciated this part of him more because I don't know if you guys ever read the Matt Fraction run of Hawkeye. Mm-mm. So one of the cool, I think one of the coolest things about Hawkeye is like he doesn't have superpowers and yet he's on the same boat with all these other, you know, superpowered heroes yeah. and he's just a regular guy. And that's just what, what I got from him in this movie. And I was like, yeah, you, you really kind of take that Matt Fraction run on Hawkeye and you, you are just like an ordinary guy, but just like his whole little speech he gives to Scarlet Witch is like it doesn't matter, you know, you're you're fighting against, you know, these this 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 thing that's gonna destroy the world. You, you just gotta do the best that you can with what you got. Um and so yeah. that's why I really liked I, I still really like Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Um and that's that's what kind of solidified Hawkeye to be kind of one of my top three favorite Marvel characters. Um top three yeah, I really like Hawkeye. I do. 
Uh, I liked his suit. I liked his costume in this Son one. Son of too. a bitch did it. <laughs> I really liked his costume in this one. The action sequences I thought were cool. I can I now thinking back on it, I, I kind of agree with Mike that it was a little scripted because it is supposed to be like an army of drones and, and you don't really get too much of that. I think they try to in every other scene, but if you just look at the, the character and they're fighting their one or two drones, it's like where's the rest of them? So I, I kind of see where Mike is coming from on that one. Um, I they ran out of batteries. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you explain the gem in this one? I don't even remember. I, I don't. It's remember. the uh, oh my gosh, the soul, the soul stone, the uh, no, the mind, mind, stone. mind, the mind, mind, stone. mind stone. Okay, it's on his head. It has to be mind. Um, I don't even remember cool. how that all worked. I liked out. The, how they brought Vision into this movie. I liked Paul Bettany. Uh, finally coming out of Jarvis, yeah, I like him just stop being a voice character and just actually being uh, Vision himself, which was really cool. Uh, I loved his suit, his his design in this movie. I thought it was it was well done. Um, and I like, like I said, the action sequence at the end, I did like part of it, especially when they brought in War Machine for a little bit of it. I thought his part was kind of funny there. Uh, and my, <laughs> I I don't know about you guys, but you know how in the credits they, they did the statue like the the credits were rolling over and they were going around the statue that was of the action sequence in the movie. I was pretty mad they didn't sell that statue because that was a pretty badass looking mm. statue. I, I think oh, I would have bought that. Yeah. I I think that was really really cool. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, but I I still don't understand where the the mind gem came from. Where like I I still don't understand. I, I mean, think it came from Loki's uh Lo- Loki staff that he had. Like is that what happened? I think Mindstone. Yes, because that's the Mindstone. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how how did they get it? What was it? They used it to. I I don't understand. So I, I think what I think if I'm correct, Ultron went. No, they grabbed that Mind Stone to create Ultron. They were using the power to create Ultron, and because they knew, like, in order to fight Ultron, they kind of needed to play fight, like you know, fight fire with fire. So they wanted to create mm-hmm. another a new entity that would be no, on no, the no, 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 no. same level. See? Ultron, no, Ultron was creating Vision so he could have a new body. So because he knows that his body was weak, so he wanted to make a body for himself that will be stronger. Yeah. So then that's when the whole heist thing of the highway thing, the truck, yeah, the truck, and then they took um vision, like the coffin, whatever that had Vision's body in it, and then that's when they put the Mind Stone in. And they were like arguing of like we should wake him. No, we should not wake him. We don't know. Yeah, how. I and do remember Thor that part. Comes in yeah, and, powers and then yeah, Thor yeah. is like, let there be energy. <laughs> I just I just don't remember when the mind uh, mind stone or mind gem uh, came into play. I'd, I just probably have to. It, it was in Loki scepter. That's essentially where it was. Oh, then, yeah. And they went to go get it. Right? Yeah, they got it from uh, von Strucker's palace at the beginning of the movie. That's where they oh, grabbed the. That's where they that. grabbed the scepter. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I will watch this movie again. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's not a it's not a bad film at all whatsoever. Um, I just think they. I was expecting something else, but it it is a good film to watch. You know. One last thing I will say about this movie that did bother me because it was something I wanted in the first Avengers movie, and because all we got was the phrase "suit up," I was pissed. In the end, mm-hmm. end of this movie, they ended with Captain America saying Avengers, and that was it. 
And I was like, God damn it. Oh, yeah, I want yeah, you to yeah, say yeah, yeah. the phrase. And they kept asking. They, I remember all the interviews because they had kept asking since the first Avengers, like, are you ever going to say the phrase? Are you ever going to say the phrase? And they, they wouldn't, you know, say anything, of course. That's, they, yeah. they, they have to have their secrecy. And, mm. and well, when, when we do finally get that, I was fucking pleased, finally, that we got that after so many yeah. years. All right, let's gotcha. move on to our last movie of Phase Two, which surprisingly was not originally supposed to be the last movie of Phase Two. But um, I think after they announced it, they decided to change their minds and and end it with Ant Man, which came out in 2015. And again, a character that probably a lot of people did not think they would, could pull it off. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, you'll hear our takes in just a second. But here's a synopsis for Ant Man. The next evolution of the Marvel Cinematic Universe brings a founding member of the Avengers to the big screen for the first time with Marvel Studios' Ant-Man. Armed with the astonishing ability to shrink in scale but increase in strength, Master Thief Scott Lang must embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym, protect the secret behind a spectacular Ant-Man suit from a new generation of towering threats. Against seemingly insurmountable obstacles, Pym and Lang must plan and pull off a heist that will save the world. Go for it, Mike. All right. So, um, I felt like this movie was never going to come out because it kept on getting pushed back. Oh, oh really? I don't, I don't remember. remember that. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. Really? I just. I, know. I, I just kept on hearing like. Um, I know they kept on showing like. Uh, I guess practice photos or at least. Like, oh, I know what you're talking leaking, about. You know, yeah. And the thing is, like, this movie was supposed to come back, come out like a. A year or two years ago, because, before because it was, it was really? attached to another director. And Ham, you should—I think you know him. It was—it was attached to a director, and because of creative differences, uh, oh, yeah, they had to um, play what with this. They thing? had to give the the movie over. Edgar Wright was Edgar Wright the oh Edgar Wright yeah um he um that's the uh the chrono oh my god what is it called. Uh, Hot Fuzz, uh, Shaun of the Dead, and um, uh, what was the third yeah, one? Yeah, so Edgar Wright was supposed uh, to be the original Ends director of yeah. the movie, but then they had, because mm-hmm. of creative differences, they moved it over to Peyton Reed. So I, I remember what Mike is talking about now. Yeah, it was supposed to... I like Edgar Wright. He released like, some test footage of what his concept was going to be, and then they, because of that, it kind of delayed it. I know. Go, yeah, go ahead, Mike. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and then... Um... I was caught by surprise that Paul Rudd was gonna was casted as uh, Ant Man. Yeah, I was like, huh, what? <laughs> like, this is the guy that you know wasn't forgetting Sarah Marshall, the high guy. Like, you know, yeah. you know, and like he's just he's a like I don't know. I just didn't see him as a superhero. But when the movie came out, I keep on saying this. I was not. I don't know what I didn't know what to expect. But the movie's fun. The movie was enjoyable. Um, there's nothing. I mean, I guess. Uh, I still find like his friend kind of annoying. Trying to Whoa. explain. Michael Pena. Michael Pena. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's hilarious. Oh. But then I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, they're, <laughs> we're spending this movie on this guy to explain and this has been another <laughs> was episode of drunk of cop yeah, and a teacher yeah, yeah, bye. <laughs> see you guys in the next episode about one of the members returning <laughs> guess who okay listen i did like him but i was just like okay uh, all right whatever 
you know what? I think I'm confusing them. No, 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 no. Let me let me take your guns. No, I'm not. Guns. Don't don't stick to my guns. Uh, because yeah. when you're Batman, he, Superman shirt, I get it. Go on. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, man. I love my shirt. I'm Batman. Um. So um, I liked it. I just thought it was a okay movie. Yeah. Like it wasn't nothing like. Oh my god! You need to go see like. To be honest, I didn't see this movie in the theaters. I waited till oh. till it came out in Redbox. <laughs> Damn. Okay. You know, yeah. I gotta be honest. You know, and then um, yeah, like I, I I just I don't know. Like I mean, there's some good like awesome like action scenes in this movie. Um, with Scott Lane and Hank Pym, um, like practicing, and then Hope being a part of it i i did like um i think the everyone i think everyone who was casted was casted perfectly for this movie okay um i did like the whole falcon and ant-man fight that was pretty funny yeah um i think like ant-man having a like a little pet ant was pretty hilarious too mm-hmm. um michael penna was funny i did yeah. enjoy him but i felt like there was times where i was just like okay can you hurry up? <laughs> but I think I think the move that what the point of his character is supposed to make you feel kind of frustrated, but at the same time funny. So the movie does that, get a lot of credit for that. Um, the villain, Yellow Jacket, um, is okay. You know, better. There, I, I would say this was a better villain than Part Two that we will talk about later on. So um, mm. to me, it's a, to me, is a yellow card. Okay, take it away, Ham. Um, <laughs> this um, first of all, when you were reading the uh, synopsis, it does say the original founding or whatever member of Avengers, but that's actually Pym, right? Not um, uh, yeah, it's Pym. Hank Pym in the comic books, he he was the original yeah. Avengers. Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of weird wording, but you know, not not. Big I think deal. they just, I think they were just um, referring to the Ant Man character itself. Yeah, I guess. But um, this this movie, when I saw it, and it did have Paul Rudd, I was worried. Um, I was thinking, oh, maybe this could be the one that uh, they might fuck up on. I I don't know. I didn't know much about Ant Man. Paul Rudd. I didn't know that he was gonna, you know, just do the Paul Rudd character. Basically, <laughs> um, I was worried because you know he was funny, but not as funny as Chris Pratt. And that's what, for me, the movie is. It's funny, but not as funny as Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's trying to be funny, right? Yeah, no, it's supposed to be uh, more yeah. of a, a, a comedic take on, on the Marvel movies. It's a little light. Yeah, it's light. It's not, you know, for Captain America. But uh, Michael Peña, beloved. I love Michael Peña since <laughs> uh, I don't even know what movie, but I like him a lot. Um him explaining everything. People wanted him to explain Avengers Civil War. Yeah. And, and and nobody got that, but we're, we're st- I'm still sad about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> I would have shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> Evangeline Lilly is fine. I've liked her from Lost. Michael Douglas. Yeah, it's Michael Douglas. Yeah, you can't hate Michael Douglas. Um, I don't remember much. You know, he shrinks, right? <laughs> uh <laughs> But he doesn't get big yet. Uh, oh, spoilers! Um, I, mean, I, I, I would. I want to give this movie a green. It's just a, I don't know anything about Ant Man. Um, 
I'll just give it a very solid, very bright yellow. How about that? It almost <laughs> maybe got a green, but just I, I didn't see anything that uh, exciting or new, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so when I came into this movie, I had a lot of high hopes, and only because, right, the, the char- you, you tell someone Ant-Man, and they go, excuse me, what? there's a hero named ant-man what kind of stupid character is that like that's how people were kind of thinking of this character for me i was like that's that does sound like such a stupid concept that i want to see it actually play out because right you know hmm. marvel has good movies despite you know a couple of ones that mike didn't like uh you know there are they they haven't for me they never they haven't failed yet and so i, yeah. I was reassured i was like okay cool they're gonna do ant-man Ant-Man is a character, one of the original Avengers. Um, I was a little disappointed that they were going to give us Scott Lang and not Hank Pym. For the story, I thought it worked out well. Uh, and so I I didn't... I wasn't disappointed. I enjoyed the movie. I, I liked the heist uh, take to it. Um, you, know, you know, he's planning like these, these uh, break-ins with him and his friends. Michael, Michael Payne yeah. is just hilarious in this movie. Yeah. And I almost, I almost wanted to ask Mike, like, is it like because he plays a stereotypical character, kind of like the dumb Spanish friend who? Yes. That is that what bothered you? Because I can, because I I have a lot, I had I had a couple of friends that were telling me that they were bothered by that, you know, despite how funny he was. But I was like, he's just he's just Michael Pena. Like, listen, he's man. Put in the past. Uh, like, the thing is, like, okay, he did the same thing in um, what's the security cop? On um, the security movie with uh, Seth Rogen and Michael Pena. Oh, um, the, he's this. What is it? Like the yeah the the mall cop one where he's like not Paul Blart but the sort of crazy one. <sighs> I know which I one you're talking about. One movie. But... Hopefully everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he plays in the same exact role. Okay. So I was just like, okay, I guess this is the only thing he knows how to really play. <laughs> you know, but. I mean, you know, but Michael Pena was cool. I, 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 I mean, I was fine with his character, but like, there gets to a point where I was just like, "Oh my god, this shit again!" <laughs> I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I guess because I didn't see any of his like previous work, I. He's played some serious roles. Yeah, he though, has. Well, yes, he, yes, role, yeah. sure. But um, I don't yeah. know. Just, again, and I watch... wasn't. I wasn't tired of that character. I guess I just thought it was hilarious. So I, I really liked his part in it. Um, I would say I didn't really care for Yellow Jacket. I thought it was cool that we got the Yellow Jacket villain, but I didn't think he was written as a strong enough character. He kind of reminded me of Ironmonger from Iron Man 1, yeah. where, you know, not the most exciting villain, but it was just kind of nice to have him as the villain. Um, I thought they did the whole the shrink ability uh, cool. I think it was done cool with his suit. Mm. You know, he just, like, mm-hmm. clicks the triggers, the pushes the buttons, and he, he shrinks in, in scale. Um, we do get the first glimpse of a microverse uh, in this one, which is kind of an important deal later down the line. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah uh, where he yeah. jumps him down to subatomic particle, to a subatomic level. Uh, and so, I, I oh, uh, what I did like was his relationship with the daughter. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I, I forgot. Uh, I really like, actually... you know, even despite what he does, like, he's he really loves and cares for his daughter. And I really bought that relationship. And... I, I don't know if that was a always consistent thing in the comics. I know when the movie was starting to come out and I read that most recent issue, like it focused on their relationship. And, you know, from what I read to what I saw, it translated very well. Um, 
and yeah, I thought the suit was pretty cool. Just, you know, I thought the subtle references to it being an ant was, was kind of funny and, and kind of neat at the same time. And I didn't, I don't have really that many complaints other than the villain. Really. I, I, I really, I was entertained by this movie. So for me, it's a green card. I, I, I really liked it. Mm, yeah. It was, it was a good, I think it was like one of those movies that, you know, you have these, these big blockbusters, everything's a build up, And this was kind of like, I can breathe and just enjoy, you know, enjoy life for a little bit. Yeah, that's how oh. I this movie too. But the, the, the end credit scene though. Uh what was the end credit scene for Ant Man? Isn't isn't it just uh with the Bucky? Is it Bucky? Yes. Yes, yeah. the end credit scene it was with yeah. Captain America and Falcon that they go inside oh, a yes. warehouse and Bucky yeah. is like tied down on this machine. Mm-hmm. And this is where uh, where phase three comes. Yeah, because we get the announcement of civil war. I guess yeah. so, right? I mean, he was talking to him just like there was a there's this ant guy, and he like shrapped no, him. And no, no, he was, he was, wasn't he talking to him about that a little bit? We didn't, we didn't get the announcement of Civil War. We when they did the Phase Three um, announcement, there is saying they they first announced. I mean, everybody was predicting Civil War to happen, right? No, but then they they first no <laughs> no really no, no. really no one knew what the dude. No. I kept on why, why? I kept why? on saying that I was like I feel like a Civil War was coming, um, with that clip, and then that's when Kevin Falky announced it was Captain America, um, uh, snakes, uh, Serpent snake, Society, um, Serpent Society, yes, and then he's like, oh, here's a clip, and this is where the clip where they go back and talk about um, it was an Age of Ultron when Captain America and Iron Man were having like a discussion outside yeah. chopping wood and then they got to a little beef or like they were like it was a heating conversation I forgot what they were talking about yeah, yeah yeah they were getting and then they were arguing about like not trusting each other because they were like Thor went off and did his thing Tony Stark builds Ultron about discussing it with um you know with Steve Rogers and all that so you know Captain America was getting pissed about that whole thing yeah and then this is where like it goes back um it, the 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 thing shuts off and this is where Kevin Foggy comes in he's like you know what I don't feel comfortable with this let's change the name and then that's where he announced Civil War I don't remember. I, uh, I was, remember him presenting this? Serpent Society, and then I thought it was just like a minute or two after where he's like, where he decides to change the name to Civil War. Um, I don't remember. I could have sworn we got that announcement before Ant Man, but I mean, I, I don't remember. That was Did that was we? quite a while ago. I don't. I don't because I, I usually not, thought they they announced their like lineup after Ultron. Like they announced like pretty much almost their entire Phase Three lineup after the fact. Because remember, Ant Man was supposed to be the start of Phase Three. But a year later, they decided to change that and make it the end of phase two. I got to search yeah. it. Well, up. regardless, I mean, uh, that, yeah, I remember now that post credit scene. It, it was a cool, um, yeah, it was very interesting because, again, I was looking forward to the next Captain America movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, um, that's the end of phase two. Uh, I think we probably hit the same time, uh, same time mark as last time, but that's, there was a lot, again, to talk about. And because of that, mm-hmm. For our next two episodes, we're actually going to break down Phase Three. So the next episode will be yeah. um, it's Civil War up to Black Panther, uh, and then after that would be basically the Avengers movies and the and Home uh, not Homecoming Far From Home, 
and I, I know I'm forgetting another movie in there. Ant-Man and the Wasp, that's right. So, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. because it's 11 movies. Their phase three was over a course of, like, how many years? Three years? Um, right. You know, we, we can't just do it all in one episode because that'd just be very overwhelming. So uh, the next couple episodes will be phase three, finishing that off. And that's about it. So um, I'm trying to think. Do we have anything else we need to... Oh, um, Mike, go. Awesome. Yeah, Um. so... Guys, we did. Uh, we do have a uh, Instagram account. It's called Drunk Cop and a Teacher. Um, just search it up by the name like that. So, uh, just you know, follow us. Uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna be posting uh, when new episodes come out, and uh, give us a uh, give us give us your comments on what uh, what rating you guys will give in, of each movie. You know, green card, yellow card, or. What is your favorite Marvel movie or and stuff like that? And just give us a give us a give us a shout out, you know. Also, if you want to, yeah, you can oh, rate. Yeah, you can rate us. You can rate us with the green, <laughs> yeah. yellow, or red. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you you can also email us any questions or anything that you might want us to review later down the line as well. Um, Drunkcop dot a teacher at gmail dot com. Uh, so feel free to shoot us a message, uh, and I'm sure we'll cover it in an episode because. You know, I don't think we have an idea yet what we're going to do after the Marvel movies, but I'm sure we'll think of something by the time we record uh, our next episode. Um, other than that, anything else we gotta? Anything else we want to close out with? Um, also, check out my MySpace. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, All right. my Tumblr too. <laughs> Mike, you're gonna say something. Sorry. Uh, oh, guys, stay safe. Wash your hands. And take showers. You filthy animals. Mm. And on that note, we'll just end oh. it there. Well, <laughs> all right, then. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Yep. Later. Bye.